Hello! And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 288! No Steve. No Steve. No facts. No random trivia. I'm too tired to shout. Yes, the, the feeling of Christmas is upon us. We are tired and feeling negative towards the human race. <laughs> Joy! <laughs> Please. And in need of beer. Enjoy what's sent. Oh, yes. Yes, well, what has been sent this week, Roland? This week we have It's Blonde. It's Blonde? Blonde? <laughs> so I mean it's fizzy and lacking depth. Oddly, apropos, actually. Um, Can I make a request? Can I have Redhead instead? Hey, no, you're not having any, sorry. <laughs> wait, wait till I've had a few more blondes. <laughs> wait till I've had a few more beers. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, it's Blonde is from the Keys Brewery in um, the Netherlands. It is... Netherlands? One of the... The idea behind it apparently is, you know, if you go to the Netherlands and like, have a beer, well, what's kind of the Netherlands well-known for in terms of beer? Um, yeah, not I, terribly... Is it known for any? Carling. Oh, not Carling, oh, uh, Carlsberg, that's, that's, even. No, Carlsberg's Danish. They, right. they, they have a museum in Copenhagen that I've actually been Who's to. Who's the one? Oh, God. I'm, yeah, I'm terrible at this. Sorry. There is a, there is a brewery they're known for, and, I'm, and I just got out of my head for some reason. Mm. It's one of the lager ones. They're, they're in for Amstel and stuff as well. Like, they're not... They're a lager kind of... Let, let's, the, the point is, when you think of Amsterdam, yeah. you don't think beer. Well, sorry, Holland, you don't think beer, do you? You don't necessarily. And they, one of the reasons for it is obviously they've got neighbours are the Belgians and the Germans who have both got pretty tasty beer so the idea behind this one from Keys was it's blonde but it doesn't have to be lacking flavour it isn't no, it's certainly interesting it's, it's, not, it's not what I was expecting from a blonde straight away I was just like wow it's oh. almost funky Bloody yeah man and you know given these graphics on this can and it's from Holland I'm expecting to trip balls <laughs> frankly it's uh, for those that are listening it's day glow green and pink I, okay, so I love I love the Brewery Keys brandy. I've had a few beers from Brewery Keys. They, I'm glad you said that because I thought you were about to say I love tripping balls. Uh, that's it. <laughs> they, they love tripping balls. Yeah, but they always do the the two tone branding. Usually strong, very vibrant colours. Um, I just think it's it's very striking on the shelf, and I, mean, I really like it. You've been to a beer festival in Amsterdam two years running now, haven't you? I have. Well, They've got so. Some great, so Brewery Keys um, is run by Keys Booberman. Uh, <laughs> How was that pronounced? Booberman. So, so, and I've actually met Keys very briefly at Indie Man many years ago. He served me some you, beer. You say met, Roland? Were you, said, were, you, me, were you stalking him again? No, he gave uh, me some beer. He, he's very noticeable because he's about a foot and a half taller than everybody else in the room. Um, very big guy. And he was the one who collabed with Marble to brew Earl Grey IPA. Oh, interesting. Mm. He loves his Earl Grey tea. Um, I love that beer. Keys is... It sounds peculiar. It's great. Really good. It's really um, good. Marble in Manchester, if you get a chance to... They've got a, a couple of pubs. Um, it better than coffee and beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, 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 a, it is, it's really interesting. Uh, so, Keys was a home brewer... He was very well regarded in, in Holland, uh, way back, kind of quite way back then now. 
um, when the kind of microbrewery thing was starting to kick off, and he got snatched up by Emelise as the head brewer. Emelise was a brewery that I was drinking when I first started getting into good beer, because I used to go down to Sturgeley Wines and get some of their beers from there. They did big hoppy IPAs and all sorts of things, and very good beers. Also, plug. Yeah. Um, And he, after a while, it's only a couple of years ago, I think now, uh, he decided actually, having spent quite a long time there and really raised their reputation to be a world, world famous one, um, that uh, he wanted to have his own brewery, which he'd always wanted to do. And went back to his hometown, um, not far from the border of Belgium, um, and set up his own brewery. And his beers started coming out and immediately everyone bought them because everyone knows who Keys Boomerman is. Um, so they turn up at, at um, Arts Tears around my corner from you, me you say within days. Everyone that moves within particular beers. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, so yeah, well known within the, the beer geekery circle and so certainly within the... That. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> now I bloody well. Now you will. You're ne- and you also you recognise him because I say he looks like he, you know, about, I think most of like seven foot wide. Like, not a small guy at all, very recognisable um, and so produces how- consistently delicious beers. And did he avoid a career in wrestling? I don't know. Maybe he has got a side career. Maybe it's what I don't know about. <laughs> the, the rest of, oh, there's definitely like a whole development and, uh, who knows, isn't there? And the Dutch are quite well known for the kickboxing too. Mm. Um, but his, uh, the tagline for the beer is basically, I think, life's too short for boring beer. <laughs> Sounds familiar, though. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely have sympathy for him. He does not produce bland beers. The can's not boring. The beer's not boring. Ooh. It tastes great. Yeah, uh, it's a, I mean, really, Gary's already finished his long ahead of us. Yeah, mm. it's been one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you'd have put a can of Carl in there, I'd have probably been leaning next to it. Uh, <laughs> Check his temperature. But. But not anally. But. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it has been a long day. <laughs> it's a long day. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm much, much happier to have had this rather than uh, a can of Carl. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm really happy to see this in the in the box. I've been a fan of them Leaf beers when he was head brewer there. I've been a fan of his beers I've had. For you dark beer lovers, uh, his, uh, cho- uh, his uh, stouts and stuff are very good as well. He's got some, some barrel-aged ones, but also some like the sweet, sticky kind of toffee stouts and stuff that he's done have been very Well, it's, in, it's very interesting, good. interesting you see his uh, hometown's close to the border of Belgium because you can really taste the Belgian-esque mm. vibe going on in there. Yeah, so it's got a Belgian yeast. It's got generous hopping, um, but it's still 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 blonde, definitely. If, if you've just gone and asked for a, expecting something um, generically Belgian blondish, you would not have, you would be a little surprised by this. Yeah, but you know, but that's probably what he's all about. I think so. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a can of this myself in my bag because uh, you know the joy of having your own subscription. Uh, I'm going to enjoy that. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's good, really good. Drink, <laughs> drink it, buy some, yeah, get some. consume. Uh, get get mm. six. <laughs> yeah. uh, how strong is this accurate? <laughs> it's only 6% as well, yeah. which is it's not too bad really as far as these things go. I mean, it's probably a lot stronger for a blonde, but uh, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I really like it. Uh, I'm going to give you a score because I can. Uh, nine. Ooh. Nice. Um, 
I've enjoyed this. I'm really getting that kind of bubblegum type thing coming through from the... Ooh, yeah, bubblegum. That's a, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. The aftertaste, yeah. It's, it's a part of the Belgian... A lot of the Belgian yeast, they say, produce that bit of bubblegum. And I'm not... I don't always get it in a lot of the beers they say you can taste it in. Whereas this one, it's really, for me, kind of falls through, which is... There's also loads of hops there. Mm. I like it. It's big, flavoursome. Um... It's probably not what I would have started on. I'd probably have started on something a little lighter today and then moved on to this one um, because it's quite a punch in the face for me. <laughs> yeah, it's mid, mid-range for session in. Start out a little lighter. Yeah, start, 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 with, start with like a gentle introduction. Step up to its blonde and then, uh, then move on to something at the end of your night. Yeah. Sambuca. <laughs> oh, no, can you better than Sambuca? <laughs> so, yes, our, our, the husband Christmas party is... Um, not Christmas party. Our end of day, end of year drinks is tomorrow. Um, and we'll see how it all goes. Yeah, exciting. Um, anyway, scores on the doors. Um, Georgie doors. Oh, I just drunk it as well. Oh. Missed opportunity. Uh, I'm going to go with eight. Ah, I'm going to concur with the tall one for a nine. Nine. Oh. Nine. <laughs> you really come out of nowhere and give me a good tickle. That, well, that, would... that's, that's the beer, not me. For the, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not commenting. Um, no, you, you, it's you, definitely. You, I would. I would absolutely recommend having more of uh, brewery keys and stuff. If you if you mm. have it's your first experience with them, go and buy more of their stuff. Their uh, their beers are very consistently flavoursome and delicious. Mm. So, on that note, I think we should drink up and show. Yeah, for sure. We're done. Done. <laughs>